Reddit did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, September twenty second. It was a rough, rough weekend. Um, I think none of us expected that. No, I you know the the vol in us, the orange in us, had us going. You know, but at least we talked ourselves into it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I mean. I don't know about you. I talked my I talked myself into a win, but like deep down inside, I was like, "There's just no way we do it because we're Tennessee." And yeah, and that's why we made the bet where you were gonna shave your head and I was gonna shave my chest slash body. Yeah, I, I part of me just knew it wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, I you know, I don't know. It's it's upsetting for sure, but I don't know. It, it they just they find new ways to break your heart. And we'll get into that. We we do have a an episode is it, for you. Is it new ways or just just the the same way over and over I'm and just, over again? I, it's new because you did throw in a backup quarterback and then promptly pulled him. We'll talk about that. You you had chances to score on offense. This wasn't like a boat race. They just whooped our ass. Yeah, but it's still like the same Tennessee. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like I don't know. This is the worst Florida team we've probably seen in a while. Yeah, they they were not that good. And they were missing a bunch of key guys. So, uh, Kyle Trash is in the Heisman race, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> if you if you want to be a Heisman candidate, I know the campaign manager for you. Their name is the Tennessee Defense. Yep. They will make you look like you have deserved a Heisman your whole life. Yeah. So, we do have an episode for you. I can't promise it's going to be great just because of what we're talking about. I'm going to be a little angry. Yeah. So if you do like angry, um, it's gonna be a great episode for you. We're talking the Florida game. What to do next? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. College football <laughs> recap, and then uh, we've got our of the weeks. Let's get into this. Let me start before we do that. Actually, before we do that, head on over to iTunes, um, like or subscribe. There's not a like button. Subscribe. Leave us a five star review. Um, tell us. Tell the world why you love more important issues. Um, while you're doing that, I'm going to tell you guys about my friends at MyBookie. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to MyBookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with MyBookie. Do you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half... it uh, it looks like your bet is going to lose. You can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now. My book, you will uh, double your first deposit. Only if you use the promo code CHAIR. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag. You play. You win. You get paid. Go make some money. Go make some money at the Vols' expense. Uh, Expense at this point, just bet against them. It's a guaranteed win, guaranteed winner. Go check them out. Yeah, um, let's just get right into the meat of it, man. It sucks. <laughs> we, I don't mean. Did Kyle Trask make a difficult throw all game? No, and and that's, I mean, where we're struggling at most on defense is our defensive line. It looks like it's our secondary, but we get zero pressure. Tell me this about our defensive line. Why in the world would we just stand up and push and block? Like, we, I, I 
distinctively remember one move being made, and that's Daryl Taylor, a swim move, Daryl Taylor, and he got pressure on the quarterback. And I get that sometimes you have to take on blocks. I get that. But we've got we've got linebackers coming on blitzes and just running at the blocker. I could at least block you for a second if you just run at me. Yeah. Now, you're going to run through me because you're 6'5", you know, 240. But I can at least get it, you know, block you for a second if you just run right at me and don't attempt to move. Mm-hmm. I'm at least going to slow you down. <laughs> That's what I'll do. But we did it all game. We would just stand up and put our hands inside and make it easy on the Florida offensive line. And, and that offensive line isn't very good, and we only had two sacks, and they're from a linebacker. It was from a blitz. It wasn't even from our defensive line. How many times does a opposing defensive line just stand up and let, like, stand up and go head to head with our offensive line, our offensive lineman? Oh, never, never. I don't get it. I do not get it. And like for everything Henry Toto has done well this year, he did it a couple times too. He would blitz, and instead of trying to hit a gap or you know hit a lineman and make a move, he would just hit him and just run, try to run through him. Yep. That's not an effective way to blitz. And he played he played decent. He made some mistakes, um, you know, in coverage and stuff. But he's young. Those mistakes are going to happen. I get that. The mistakes I have in coverage are our corners. Why were we just leaving the middle open? We cushioned the whole game. Maybe they took to heart what I said about not getting beat deep in 2017. <clears throat> See, the safeties, that, that drives me insane. Yeah. I mean, not, Nigel Warrior has – has he made one play his entire career against they UTC? They credited him with that fumble, which I think he got lucky. But, hey, at least he made the play, I guess. But, I mean, that was – I mean, from the from the get-go, that's exactly who they went to pick on. Yep. That long pass, they just went right over the top. And our best corners that were freshman All-Americans were getting their hips turned every freaking opportunity they, they could. Yep. I mean, they just made us look stupid. And, and, and you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. Our defense figured it out. And started to play better. And then the offense put them in terrible positions, and they started to play bad again. Because they did pick it up, you know, right there at the end of the half and mm-hmm. um, into the third quarter. And it, it, there was some energy there, and they started playing better, started getting some pressure on Kyle Trask. Uh, and then that all went out the door when the offense fell apart. Completely fell apart, because they were only kind of falling apart. They had one wheel off, and then four, all four wheels busted off yeah. by the halfway through the second half. And you went into halftime. Down 17 to nothing. Should have had 14 points. Juwan Jennings drops a touchdown pass. Hard pass. Little high. Got to catch that. Yep. And that sucks. You know, Juwan Jennings has done so much for this program, so much for this team. It sucks to say that, you know. You got to make that play, though, when you're in that position. And, you know, when your best player isn't having a great day, it ain't going to be a great day. Oh, yeah. And he played all right. He did. Yeah, I mean, he had seven catches. Yeah. One thing that kills me is Marquez Calloway had one catch for 27 yards. One freaking catch. Yeah. Dude, get him the football. I mean, Jim Chaney, we're paying you a lot of money. And I know it's not directly on you. It's on the quarterback as well. But you got to find ways to get them involved. Yeah, and that interception, that was a miscommunication between them. Regardless, if it's a if he sits down in that, on that curl, it's probably an incomplete pass at best. Yeah. Because he was – yeah, the corner was, you know, backed off. Gave a lot of space. It was soft, but you got to assume the corner is going to break on that ball. Like he should, unless it's our corners. Then he probably doesn't. He probably lets you catch it and then mm-hmm. misses the tackle. But best best case scenario, it's probably an incomplete pass. So it's it's a target, but it's not a good catch opportunity for Marcos Callaway there. Yeah, and that 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 whole series. So he misses Dominic Wood Anderson. That was the same series. 
Yeah, on that wide, but naked, open. And then he, he makes the greatest pass he's ever made on that out route to Juwan Jennings for a first down. And then he hits Mark was, or he hits Marco Wilson right in the chest with the with the ball. Gifted him. And then he, he it looks like, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what was said, but it looks like he gets on to Callaway for running the wrong route. You threw it to an opposing defender. You didn't even look. Here's my question. How, how, how is that on, even if he does run the wrong route and you throw it, you have to throw it out of bounds or something, then you can get on to him. But if you throw it to a defender, you have to look before it, you throw. It's maybe even different if the defender has to still break on the ball and make a good catch. You hit him in the chest. And Marco Wilson almost dropped it because he was yeah. like, holy crap, this dude is an idiot. No one should be throwing me this ball. Yeah. I was not in the right area. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's been terrible. And you gave, you gift-wrapped him one. Yeah, that was bad. I I guess we're going to go ahead and move into the QB issue, the QB drama i have problems with jeremy pruitt's comments that when you get when you get the opportunity to play um when when you get the opportunity to play you got to play a clean football game jared garantano hasn't played a clean football game his entire career at tennessee no he's done good at protecting the ball and stuff at you know at times but that doesn't necessarily equate to a clean football game when you don't win great you didn't turn it over but if you don't win it doesn't matter yeah if i'm jeremy pruitt I don't. I don't know what he's gonna do because he's he's between a rock and a hard place right now with the quarterback situation. Because Garantano, he is he has played good enough where he's able to beat good football teams in the past. Now he's not playing it right here. So so what do you do? Do you bench him and and go to Brian Mauer who didn't look very good either? I mean, but Brian Mauer took chances and. He moved the ball down the field in this first drive and yeah. came up short, but he also came up short in his first full drive against a team on the road in the swamp. I agree. But, I mean, a lot of people were being like, Brian Mauer should start, JT Shroud should start. But do you not think that our coaching staff knows who the starting quarterback is? Like, they know who the best quarterback is. I agree that JG has played his way out of the starting position, but I, I don't I don't know what I'm doing in that situation either. Am I willing to just say that the the season's over with Brian Mauer? You just go do what you got to do. But you know, we'll, are you we'll saying, figure it out? Are you not saying the season's over with by playing a deadbeat quarterback right now? See that that's what I'm saying. I I don't know. I don't know exactly at, what he's thinking because at, there's not really a right answer. At this point, you saw Brian Mauer gave you at least a little bit of spark. He's got he's got to play some. I don't know how you can deny him. You scored three points yesterday because your backup quarterback came in and, and led your team down the field. I agree. And he did he make some risky throws? Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. I'd rather my quarterback sling that thing around and, and create some plays than getting sacked. I and I'm with you. Do the quarter does Jeremy Pruitt and Jim Chaney know best better than me when it comes to it? Absolutely. But at what point are they? They can be wrong too. Oh, I agree. And, and we we are always heard Josh Dobbs was a terrible practice player. Josh Dobbs is a terrible practice player. His and then I'm I'm sick of it. I keep hearing one person mainly tweeting how unfair it is to to put Brian Mowers first start against Georgia. He's signed up to play Tennessee football. Georgia's on the schedule every year. He knows who he's playing. Yeah. That shouldn't put him out of the competition. I'm not saying Brian Mowers is the outright starter, but he should have competition. He played well. If he had, if you had played him more in that game, he may have played himself out of that job. But I don't think he did. 
I don't think yeah, he played himself I'm, out of a competition. Out of the competition. No, I mean definitely not. They're they're both pretty bad. And it's very obvious that you can't put your all of your stock in practice because if JG's head and shoulders better than than them, he wasn't head and shoulders better yesterday. Oh no, not even close. No, it was both of them looked pretty bad to me. I don't think Maurer looked bad. I mean, he was four for eleven for forty four yards and an interception. Not great. Yeah, but you also come out in the second half. I don't know how you can say that just flat out that's bad. Especially, I mean, when you when you look at those stats, that's not great stats. But when you watch him play, like he moved, he he attempted to move around in the pocket. It's his first time. I mean, UTC he, he what played five plays, six plays, mm-hmm. six plays. Yeah, so this like is that. really this is his first game in the swamp. What the hand he was dealt? I thought he did a good job. I mean, I I don't necessarily disagree. I don't think he did. Well enough, where you you say he's the automatic starter. That's fair. I I, I still I, I haven't said that. Yeah. But he definitely hadn't played himself out of the competition. There should be a competition. Yeah, I mean th- this is this is the week to do so because you have a bye week. Um, you have two weeks to prepare for Georgia. To prepare, I, I mean, we'll see what that. Yeah, means. good luck. But I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what you do because your team's only as good as their quarterback. And from what I've seen from all three quarterbacks. It's not very good. Yeah i i want to I want to see an attempt at someone new. I don't think you gave a fair attempt at someone new yesterday. How many series did he play? Three. Yeah, something like that. Two or three. I don't think that's a fair attempt. Uh four four for eleven isn't great, but he also was tasked with making some difficult throws. Oh yeah. I mean, as a, a first time quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Brian Mao. I didn't think he played terrible yesterday, but it it wasn't neither one of them was great. No, neither one of their performances was good enough to win us game. No. And I'm not I don't necessarily think Brian Mauer's Brian Mauer would have won us that game. But when we pulled him, we were not out of that game yet. Uh we pulled him down. 24-3. I mean, when it was 17 nothing, you're like, dang, I don't even know if we can score 17 points. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you march out. I said that at halftime, and then you march out at, You march out of the, the break, and you go and score three points, go down the field with a backup quarterback. I'm sitting there thinking 14 points doesn't seem impossible now. Defense is playing better when you come out of the break. Yeah. 14 I mean, points doesn't seem impossible. You left 14 points on the board with your starting quarterback because he couldn't – one, he couldn't make an easy throw. And then two, Jawan Jennings didn't catch, didn't catch a ball. We weren't out of that game. I don't. I don't think you were out of that game when you pulled Brian Mauer. I I'll pull it up and, and double check. Yeah, I don't really remember when he came out. Like how much? I don't think down. we were. I don't think we were down more than three scores when we pulled him out. I could be wrong. I'm gonna double check it, but I don't think we were. I should have probably wrote, wrote it down and, and, and checked, but I, I didn't. I, I don't remember being out of the game. So I, I was looking at the QBR. JG had a QBR of nine point nine, mm-hmm. and then Brian Mauer had a QBR 12. of twelve point two. Yeah, I mean. Neither of them played good enough to win. That's the no. bottom line. But I also, in the in the defense of Brian Maurer in that case, I'm going to sit here and say, did he get a fair chance to even try to win us the game? Well, and, and if you, I mean, he's going to have to go throw. Yeah. So he's not going to be able to just run the full offense like a normal offense. You're you're down. You're going to have to throw the football. And and I thought his interception too was it a bad throw? Yeah. Do we look back at it and go? The the offensive player or the wide receiver uh, was it right? Yeah, wide receiver had a chance to at least make a catch. Mm-hmm. It got tipped up, and the Florida defense made a good play. You had a you had a corner who was being aware. So, also a good play by the defense. It wasn't 
throwing it into. I mean, same thing with Jawan Jennings, uh, the interception on that play. Yeah, that wasn't. It was. Jeez. Fault, to an, I yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think Florida made a really good play on that. But then you look at the one where he threw, he chucked it into oh, yeah. the dude's chest. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think the competition should be open. I don't think there's a clear starter with any of them. Um, I don't think JG's head and shoulders better. I don't, and I, I feel like right now you're if you if you roll him out there without if we don't hear that Brian Maurer, you know, is getting a fair opportunity. I think you just kind of assume that Trout's gone, right? <laughs> He's going to transfer. With, with Pruitt's comments, he sounds like he might get a shot next, you know, next time instead of Maurer. I don't know. Define clean football game, because yeah, if, if one interception in a clean football game, there's not a quarterback in the planet who's played a clean football game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't get that like either. That. I just feel like I feel like Pruitt is in a difficult situation, you know. He's trying to cover in his quarterback and not, you know, ruin any I, any of their confidence. But I feel like you've backed JG long enough that it's pretty. You know, another thing that pisses me off about him that I like Brian Hour more for right now, emotion. And you can't tell me that man that JG lacks emotion when he scores touchdowns. Oh, he's sitting there pointing to the sky for three and a half seconds. When it's a turnover, though, you just, you just walk off the field. You might yell at your wide receiver. But other than yeah. that, it's it. He played all right. There were some good plays and some bad plays. It's bad. There's no emotion. Yeah, I mean, it, it. It's like I said. I mean, your your team's only going to be as good as their quarterback. You know, that's the most important position. And we have. I don't feel like we have enough competition there. Same with safety. I don't think we have enough competition right now. I. I don't think Nigel Warrior is great. I would rather see somebody out there that's going to make some plays. Yep. Like you said, Brian Maurer, if he's going to go out there and at least make some plays, he might make some mistakes along the way, but he's going to make some plays for you. I'd rather see that right now. Yeah. You were down 24-3 to when you pulled Brian Maurer. And you could say we were out of it because that was at the end of the third quarter, I guess yeah. you could say. But, I mean, that's – you hadn't scored – you in two quarters, you hadn't scored a single point with JG. But then you put him back in. You put JG back in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I, you know, you're not going to win it with JG. Right. Yeah, so, I feel like you just accepted defeat by doing that. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't get pulling him and then putting him back in. I don't think Brian Maurer deserved to. I don't think he played bad enough where you pull him. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I don't think we're handling the QB situation well at all. It'd be different if JG was playing all right. And dude, you know, I'm not a fan of the play calling right now. I'm not all these of, bubble screens. What is that? A, Have that, we ran a successful bubble screen since in the last like three years? I'm glad you mentioned it. Speaking of JG and bubble screens, how the absolute hell do you throw a bubble screen off your back foot? He is falling that. backwards when he throws that ball to uh, Todd Chandler. He acts like in that. So I rewatched the play of him throwing it to Dominique Wood Anderson. He acts like he's getting pressured. He like runs backwards, and there's no one around him. You're never gonna win a ball game playing scared. You never, ever, ever, ever. Look at confidence wise. Look at him against Auburn. He stepped into throws. He made he made good plays. I don't know where that quarterback is. But he, he took hasn't. Some, did we take any shots? Dominic Wood Anderson. <laughs> I mean. But he was butt naked. Yeah, no, like I, you had to throw it to him, and then you missed it. I don't. I don't understand. I could have made that throw. I'm not that. I think I'm, there's sixty thousand people in the stands yesterday that could have made that throw. Yeah, it's bad, really bad. I mean, 
I, I just I you know it, it gets to the bottom line where I feel like you accepted defeat when you put when you rolled JG back out there. Yeah, that was. It's it's not like he's shown sparks this year that you go man maybe we just need to sit him you know calm him down talk to him let's roll Brian Maurer out here. He wasn't even place. strapped up the first possession. Uh, I like Jake Fromm a lot. He did that yes last night and it pissed me off. I was like strap your fucking helmet. Oh, did he? He, I think he did it for like one play, so it may have just you know been accident. Forgot, yeah. Whereas like you know JG's was a whole possession, but I'm. Hey, yeah, I'll say this: the offensive line didn't look terrible. No, I thought they did an all right job. We, I mean, we couldn't run the ball, which is expected. It's, Florida has a great front seven. Um, I don't but, think we ran the ball enough. I don't I think, think we so. I, I think we're down so much that we just assume yeah. we had to throw it. See, like I don't, but that, maybe that goes along with the faith in your quarterback in terms of being able to lead drives. Down by 14 with eight minutes to go in the third quarter, that is not an impossible ball game, especially with the way your defense has been playing. No. You could have played your football and been fine. No. So if that, you know, if that is the case, that I have a problem with that still. Um I don't know. I I wanna see I wanna see Brian Maurer get a fair share of uh an opportunity to play with the ones this week. I wanna see his fair share. I don't think he's I don't think he's put himself out of the job. I think JG has just about worked himself out of the job. Mm. You've had opportunities to win. Georgia State, which I, you know, did he play absolutely terrible in Georgia State? No. But it, the part of being a quarterback, you're the end all be all of the team. You're going to get the fault. When oh, you against lose. Georgia State? Yeah. Yeah, he played like crap. I didn't think he played that bad. Like, I mean, when you look in the grand scheme of things, he didn't play terrible. But he, he didn't play enough to win. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're the quarterback. You could you could throw look at um, Washington State. But you you should pick them apart though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I didn't think he. I'm gonna give him a little bit of credit to say he played all right. Yeah. You didn't play well enough to win. But how many how many uh, touchdowns did Washington State throw last night? Seven, eight. Yeah, nine. They threw nine. All yeah. nine were TDs. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure that that quarterback TDs. had nine touchdowns. Yep. You know what people are gonna be saying to him? Should have thrown ten. <laughs> it's part of being a quarterback. Like it's, it's just part of it. If you can't accept that, you don't have the mental fortitude to play quarterback. Yep. You don't. And you know, and a lot of people. I'm mean, going to go back into the Brian Maurer thing. That you know, some people have said they don't want to start him because it's Georgia. Blah blah blah. Josh Dobbs' first snaps were Bama, thirteen. His first start was Mizzou, number ten, in Columbia. Peyton Manning didn't even get to start against weak competition. I mean, not great competition, but Northwestern. Ten. I think the first game, his first start was like ten to nine. I'm sure his confidence wasn't just sky high after that. Yeah. Casey Clawson's first start was Bama in 2000. I don't know if it was home or away, but it was Bama in 2000. It wasn't Georgia State. JG has no confidence, and it's not going to get better. Brian Maurer, the little comp, he's a little, he looks like he's cocky. He carries himself like he's cocky. And you know what? That's good in a quarterback. Yeah, we kind of need that. We need that. The offensive line even said it last year after the Kentucky game. JG having confidence and having that swag helps us play better. You know why? Because you're the quarterback and everyone on the team looks to you. Yep. I I just – a lot of people are like, yeah, Pruitt's probably done after this year. I disagree. I, I think Pruitt's going to need another year. Again, the most important position on the field is our biggest problem right now. Yeah. And it, it has nothing to do really with him. No, I'm not calling for Pruitt to be fired. I'm going to preface that statement yeah. on this. I'm not calling for him to be fired right now. I think the things you got to look for is can you keep the recruiting class together? Yep. Does this team keep fighting or do they roll over? And can you win some more ball games? If you're two and ten, the team rolled over and your recruiting class is falling apart, 
There's going to be some conversations at the end of the year. At what point do you just like, all right, screw it, youth movement, here we go, and just freshmen, sophomores, you know, this is your team? I think it depends. How hard are the juniors and seniors fighting? Say it's how you, we are you don't, right now. You don't start a sophomore with Juwan Jennings. Oh, no, no. Because he's going to fight to the left. No, no, no. I, and I'm not saying all of them, but right. I'm saying like – I'm just giving you an example. Nigel Warrior. Yeah. I'm, I'm just giving you an example. If Nigel Warrior is fighting his tail off – you play the guy who's fighting hard. Oh, yeah. But if you've got guys just rolling over out there, the seniors, juniors, know they're done, they're not going to play in a bowl game, pull. I mean, I'd rather see, you know, guys that are young go out there and, you know, make some mistakes but that are going to make plays for you that – or like Nigel Warrior that's just going to go out there and take up space. Now, if Nigel Warrior gets beat out, that's a different story. Just, even yeah. if he's playing hard, if you get beat out, you get beat out. I'm just saying you don't pull a junior and senior because there's a sophomore behind them if they're fighting hard. Yeah. Because they're fighting hard for you. That's what you need. You need you need some of that. Yeah, I mean, I I'm willing to take a chance on somebody that's going to go out there and make some plays for you, and make, maybe make some mistakes down the down the down the road, or somebody that's just going to come out there and never make a play, never really make mistakes either. I'd I'd rather see somebody that's going to make some plays. So I think it's Brian Maurer. I think he's going to make some mistakes, but he's going to make some plays. That I think it was a. It almost looked like a comeback the way the receiver turned. Maybe he did turn inside, not just misremembering. But he throws it. First off, I don't know if he meant to, but he throws it. The All the DB could have done was touched it, and it wouldn't have been an interception. But it's only where our receiver can catch it. Oh, yeah. Pal- a, that was the Palmer. It's a ballsy throw. Oh, yeah. But he made it. And, you know, maybe if it's an interception, maybe you're shaking your head. But at the end of the day, you're also going to say, man, at least he took a chances. Instead of curling up and just taking a sack or trying yep. to, you know, you try to make a play. And that's right now, that's what I like about Maurer. I like that he – I like that you can – for me, and it's different for everybody. Some people like their quarterbacks to be calm, cool, and collected all the time. But I need to, I need you with your body language to show me emotion. And that's what Brian Mowers is doing. Wouldn't it have been nice if we used Crouch on the goal line down there instead of just throwing it twice? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he ran straight downfield. There wasn't a hole there, but he was going to get that first down. Yeah. I mean, that's... He ran hard. Yeah, shoot. He hit the whole hard. I'd like to see more of that. More of that. Yeah. And, hey, you may. You may. Yeah, maybe. Right now, we're going to lose to Georgia by 60. I'll say that. As of right now, we're going to lose to Georgia by 60. Yeah, take Georgia to cover. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, we had 88 yards rushing yesterday. How many turnovers we finished with? Just one? Three. We finished with their Oh, the interceptions. I was thinking just fumbles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because just Eric Gray had that fumble. They got recovered. So... Yeah, I wouldn't count the interceptions. Oh, so four. Sorry, four. Three interceptions and one fumble? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Can't win doing that against Florida, especially in the areas we did it in. And we had some we had some takeaways. We had some takeaways, but they were almost canceled out. Yep. Almost almost nixed. Um, we, we had three it, takeaways. One of, one of your interceptions was um, you, you lost seven points doing it, too. We talked about that preparing for this week, how so many times last week our turnovers, if you don't turn the ball over, they're points. Mm-hmm. We did that at least once that I can think of off the top of my head. On yep. Juwan Jennings' catch, not catch. They intercepted that. So, that, those those are um, direct turnovers that should have been points. So, that's tough. That's uh, – I mean, you can't you don't, you can't play winning football doing that. We did force Florida to only punt one time. It's not, that's not good. <laughs> Our punters didn't look great yesterday, which is not good on a team that punts a lot. <laughs> no. Uh, they don't look terrible, but 
You we just expect a lot out of him. We expect a lot out of him. Unacceptable game though. <laughs> so what's next for this team? So we we've talked about the QBs and yeah, I think we should move forward. Number one, find a quarterback and ride the, ride with them. Whoever it is, ride with them. But so we've mentioned how we feel like at least at least Saturday it felt like when you rolled out JG, you kind of just threw out the white flag. Yeah. Do you feel like that if we roll out JG against Georgia, or do you just feel like he was the better quarterback for those last two weeks? How do you feel? I'm going to trust the staff for now that they're going to put whoever gives us the best chance to win. That's kind of where I'm at. That, that is to an extent. like Because they've got two weeks to prepare. I hope it's a competition. Yep. I hope they give Brian Maurer a fair chance or maybe JT Shout. Why well, I say why I keep saying Brian Maurer is because he was the guy that went in yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say that. Um, so give someone a fair chance and to, to win the job. Because I don't think JG's necessarily won it. Is he winning by default because he's an older guy that they trust right now? Maybe. So I'm with you. I'm with you to an extent. If they roll him out on Saturday, from the get go, I'm going to go. I trust that he just played better. Now, yeah. if I see the same JG, no, Brian Maurer should be out there giving a chance. Oh yeah. So it, he he's got to improve in these two weeks. He's got to improve for that to be the case. But I'm with you. I I, I will trust the staff. Yeah. I uh, I just want to see somebody roll. It. I don't I don't want to keep switching quarterbacks because yeah. I, I feel like that does nothing for anybody. No, nah, I agree. Um, anything else? Uh, defensively, I need to see better defensive line play. It was. I feel like I was watching Pee Wee football on the on our defensive line. Like they were just engaging the first person they saw. Yeah. And that that's kind of what I'm talking about, the, that youth movement. Do you just go with, you know, Crouch, Roman Harrison, guys that are raw talent, but they're good, they're talent. Right. They're not just going to go out there and be stagnant. They're, they're going to go out there and maybe make some mistakes but maybe make some plays as well. I want to see some fight. I do. Um, so, I guess whoever I get to fight with. And – yeah, I just I need to see a defensive line that that wants to make tackles, wants to make tackles for a loss, yeah. wants those sacks, wants the pressure. I feel like that wasn't the case. Um, I get again. Let's reiterate. I get that sometimes as a defensive lineman, they've got to take on blocks to free up blitz gaps and mm-hmm. um, you know, or to or to get the offensive line move, moving a certain way. Excuse me, but it's certainly in all four defensive linemen every play. You're not taking on blocks. Yeah, <laughs> so <clears throat> that's inexcusable. I um, think. One thing I do remember about Brian Maurer, he did take some shots. Now, they were thrown out of bounds where we couldn't yeah. make a play. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he threw it. JG's not even throwing it. And JG did a little bit of better, little bit of a better job at this at the start of the game in terms of, like, trying to get out of a pocket if it broke down and make plays. Brian Maurer did it from the get-go when he stepped in. JG, like, he did it one time and then kind of went away from it. Mm-hmm. Brian Maurer, from the moment he stepped in, he wasn't going to go down easy. Yep. And I'll give JD credit. You talked about that out route. He threw the best ball of his life. He had to sit in and take a hit. Yeah, and he did. And, and that's, but but there's a difference in throwing like that when you're under pressure and throwing like that when you're not under pressure. Yeah, and he's yeah. doing the same thing each time. Yeah, and you can't do that. No, I mean I, I was I was just giving him credit where credit's due. And that, yeah, that you, yeah, you sat in, you took the hit, you stepped into a throw that you knew you were going to get blasted on. And sometimes as a quarterback, it sucks, but you got to do it. Yep. Uh, you know, quarterbacks are going to leave with quite a bit of ice on their body at the end of the night. Just the way it is. It's part of the job. It sucks. Unless you're uh, Tom Brady, refs aren't going to do you any favors there. So, um, anything else that you want to talk about as far as going forward? I, how do you feel about this recruiting class right now? I guess is, unless you have something else you want to talk about. Like, do you feel like they're concerned? Have you seen or heard anything? Um, I, I do know Cooper Mays said he's still committed. Um, I feel like that's good. That's an anchor for this class. Yeah, I, I feel like the the guys that are in kind of the 
there's like those those couple guys like Keyshawn Lawrence, BJ Ojolari, uh, Harrison Bailey, I'm Cooper Mays. Fantasy this week and Russell Wilson just scored. Sorry. Yeah, I'm getting whooped. <laughs> um, you know, the, they're your key guys. Yeah. That you need to keep together. Now I, I feel like all those are are here to change this program. Yeah. And I I think they understand that Pruitt needs another year of recruits. More, most importantly, quarterback. Most importantly, quarterback. <laughs> and again, I, I'm I'm eager to see what we do with Harrison Bailey when he gets here. Because again, what we've seen so far, he's still from Brian. I, like I said, I, I am, I guess, on the Brian Mauer train at this point. I, I you know, but even what Brian Mauer shown me, Harrison Bailey's a starter right now. Oh yeah, everything we know. So, yeah. I mean, he, his team is like ranked in the top twenty five in the country, and he's dominating. He's playing yeah. really good. He's playing good football. I, yeah. So, yeah, and then we, we did briefly talk about, you know, what, what the only way Peru gets fired this year. I don't I don't see it happening because as bad as we were, I feel like the, the defensive guys especially kept fighting. I feel like the offensive line kept fighting. There was some really, you know, it was – it's never good when you don't score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It, it was a sad game all around. It's inexcusable as a coach, as a player. It's inexcusable. Um, but that doesn't mean it can't be fixed. And maybe it's just a freaking the University of Tennessee. I I don't get it, man. It's like, I mean, Jim Cheney was a, a great coordinator before he came here again, second time. Jeremy Pruitt was a great coordinator before he came here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these guys have gone everywhere, so I'm not. Yeah, you've got some great coaches. I don't, I don't want to throw. I mean, they deserve some of the blame. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But, I Let's, think I think the players deserve just as much, if not more. I don't remember who tweeted it, but they they said that was some of the worst coaching they'd seen, and and they watched Butch Jones football. And I, I commented, I said, you know, it's it's not a terrible take, it's a strange take, I think, because I feel like there were a lot of chances that players had to make play. Players had chances to make plays. You look at the Dominique Wood Anderson, that's a touchdown. You look yeah. at the throw from uh, the throw to Juwan Jennings, that's a touchdown. And, and you can even look. And, it, and when I'm talking about players making mistakes, we can at that point say, Jared Garantano, you got to kind of just you know, that's a touch pass. You can put some. Put some heat on it, but touch it in there rather than just heave it. <laughs> yeah, um, Juwan Jennings got to make that catch regardless. It's yep. part of the job. Um, there's uh, there's some uh, fumbles in there that shouldn't happen. There's some um, interceptions in there that shouldn't happen. And then you look at your defense. There were times guys in the secondary had chances to break on the ball and didn't. There's times that um, blitzing linebackers or corners had chances to make plays in the backfield and didn't. Yep. The, they were they're they're there, there to make plays. You could have made them. Now. As a coach, they know all that's going to come back on them eventually. So it is on them. I'm, I'm not just not just saying they're they're clear from it. But players have put chances to make plays, and and coaches we talked about it, it wasn't a great call game, but they did have chances to make plays. And then in the end, it's going to come back on the coaches. So yeah, it's it's definitely to blame the coaches. Yeah, I, I so, think I think it's more. it's very unfortunate of uh, our lack of competition at certain positions. Yeah, defensive line, quarterback. It looks like safety also. Um, Maybe all around the secondary. Yeah. Bross Thompson rolled in there and was... Also a power move starting him. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But he didn't look great. He was no. one of those guys that just constantly kept getting turned around. And and it, it's hard for us to know like exactly what coverage it is and all that stuff. But yeah, right. I, I agree with you. Well, I'm but just it saying. also helps if you have a good defensive line. Yeah. Because I don't know if you remember when Derek Barnett was here, our secondary was absolute trash. But they besides got, they got the opportunity Sutton. to make a lot of plays. <laughs> yeah, because they were the quarterback was rushing the throws. He knew if he didn't get it off, he was getting 
get mauled yeah. by Derek Barnett. So. Absolutely. And you talk about it, it is hard to know because you don't always know the coverage. So when I say that our secondary is poor, the things I'm looking for are uh, just the basics. Um, tackling. And, <laughs> tackling. Well, in terms of like how they cover. Yeah, just uh, just wide open like, people. Like Nigel Warrior, you gotta be you've gotta be watching, you know, you've gotta be checking your um, your assignments. Mm-hmm. When you're in coverage, where you move is based on where the wide receivers goes. You're in you're in what's obvious a zone coverage and your eyes are in the backfield, you know you're not gonna be in the right position. Yep. He never once looked at that outside wide receiver on that first second play of the game. You never once looked at him. You know you're not gonna be in the right position. Was that the second play, that long one? To um, Florida's long play that Trask went over Nigel Warriors. Yeah, it was, so. it was a bad ball I, I on think, Trask. They I'll... probably could have scored a touchdown if he played a good ball. Yeah. So, um, yeah, th- those are the things. I'll... You don't have those erasers on the defensive line. No. Um, that that definitely hurts your secondary more. You you yeah. can't hide some of the, the lesser lesser guys and lesser talent out there yeah. when that, that's happening. And, and, you know, another thing about the secondary, you talked about all, Trask had a ton of time. Receivers had a ton of time to get open. Um but I feel like when when there were guys in the secondary that had chances to at least make a play on the ball, we were like letting the guy catch it first and then trying to make a play. Yep. If you have a chance to break on a ball, break on a ball. And I feel like we kept everything in front of us, you know. Good and start. they they did a better job as the game went on. Like absolutely, yeah. I think I think it was very demoralizing for them to play good, and then the offense they were just on the field the whole time, on the field the whole time. Yeah, it's tough. That's why I say I, you know there there was some credit to the defense towards. You know, the end of the first half, mm-hmm. beginning of the second half, and then until the wheels just completely fell off. Um, it is certainly about the Jimmys and Joes and not the X's and O's, Adam. It, that was a comment on here. It is. <laughs> I mean, bottom line, you, you can't win if you don't have the guys to win. Yeah. So so my two things I need to see. I need to see some improvement, number one. Yeah, everywhere on the field. Yeah. Every position. Um, I need to see better play calling. Those bubble screens, we should never see a bubble screen the rest of the season. I don't want to see it again. because it, it, We can't throw it. We, we can't, can't run we the can't, right route. We can't catch it. We can't throw it. We can't even throw a – it's always questionable whether it's forward yeah. or not. It's it's ridiculous. Get it out of our playbook. Unless, it, unless that guy's catching again. it and making a double pass, he should be in front of the quarterback, and that hadn't happened yet, so quit throwing it. Yeah, and give this fan base something to cheer about. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I don't expect this to be Georgia, but I at least want to compete, compete. with somebody. Go out there, fly around, make some tackles, compete. Make some plays on the offensive side of the ball. Run yeah. hard downhill. Compete. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you play football to compete. Yep. You sign, uh, that, you sign that letter of intent knowing who's on the schedule. How many days we got left till basketball season? <clears throat> it's got to be under 45. I don't Good remember. Lord. I don't know. we got to start talking about that soon. Uh, get a full I recap. Can't wait. <laughs> to get another recap of the game, Dylan Scott's articles up on armchairmedianetwork.com. I'll get that tweeted out right after the episode. Sorry, I didn't got that out earlier. College football recap. Yeah, there's. How do you feel about the? Uh, so we haven't directly played either of these teams, but Friday that USC Utah game. Yeah, I mean that BYU beat USC and then lost to Utah, and so I don't know that Pac-12. Pac-12 at dark gets weird, man. Yeah, it's it Friday nights. It is weird. Um, then that Thursday night game. Sorry, I'm I'm tra- backtracking, but that Tulane Houston game. As incredible game. as that last play was, I'm really disappointed that the fake Neil isn't getting a ton of attention. Oh yeah, that's pretty, that was a awesome that's, call. That's that was ballsy. an awesome call. I yeah. love that. But I mean, like, what's the worst case scenario? You get tackled and then you actually kneel it out, and go to overtime. Yeah, that's a fantastic call. Sets you up to make another great play and, and win the game. Yeah, I don't, who's the Tulane offense coordinator or head coach? 
phenomenal job. Perfect. I don't know. I, I know uh, JJ McCleskey is an assistant coach. Yeah, he. I knew he was an assistant, but yeah, great. And, it, and then his son makes the, the yeah. game-winning touchdown. It's yeah. big. That was that was an awesome play call. I love that. Um, let's run down some of these Saturday games. Did you watch the Georgia Notre Dame game? Yeah, I did. That's right when I like woke up. What do you think about Georgia's uh, last offensive play? Was it their last offensive play? Or did they kneel it out? I can't remember. Their last offensive play on that drive that they had to get the first down. They they tried to throw it beyond the sticks. It was, oh yeah, you know, third. I'm like, just throw it short so you at least keep the clock running and yeah. let your guy try to make a play. Yeah, I don't know. They almost lost in the game. They won, so you know credit to them. But they they almost lost in the game. Um, LSU and Vandy. At least L- Vandy scored 38 points. Dude, is Joe Burrow gonna win a Heisman? He might. He might. I mean, I I don't know if. I mean, he's playing. I mean, two is only playing three quarters, and so is he. So right. I I don't know. I don't know what you do. 398 yards, six touchdowns. I don't know how Vanderbilt scored 38 points on that defense, but right. was it 66 to nothing? They just kind of took everybody out? I guess. I guess. I don't know. Um, Auburn and A&M. Auburn. I picked A&M. Oh. I will point this out. Freshman quarterback goes into Texas A&M and knocks off the Aggies. It can be done. I'm just saying. What about Wisconsin just absolutely toasting Michigan? Dude, I love that. I do, too. And did Wisconsin even throw the football once? <laughs> uh, I mean, Shay Patterson had two hundred. So thirteen for sixteen, one hundred twenty-eight yards, no touchdowns. No touchdowns. So they really didn't did have no passing touchdowns. Nope. that's funny. Um, Shay Patterson, they pulled him right, and then that backup got hurt. Yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, Texas and OSU, thirty-six thirty, close one. I I'm not bought into the Texas hype yet. Are you? No. I think Oklahoma dominates the Big 12 and doesn't look back. Oh, yeah, it's easy. Uh, ooh, I like this one. I don't know. I, I, did, did we argue about this one being interesting? UCF and Pitt. Pitt wins by one. I thought I thought UCF was deserving of getting a look. If, if they, you know, they had to take care of business. They and deserved a have, look to get into the playoff. It, well, and other, think, team, other teams have to lose, too, right. for that. Time. But after that, nope. No, not a chance. <laughs> Sorry. No. I, I just think it's hilarious because they, they did go and whoop Stanford, and everyone's real high on them. And yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say I was high on them, but I was sitting there, you know, saying, you know, oh, if you if you beat this pit team, you're talking now. You know, yeah. you're, you're, like you said, you're get you're working yourself into the conversation. But um, I think the pit coach, dro- pit coach dropped the F-bomb, too, in the post game. Good for him. And then some real – God, I'd hate to see my interview after the Tennessee game. Right. Um, then the, uh, sorry, the real Pac-12 at dark game, UCLA 67, Washington State 63. That's my most important. Oh, it is? So we'll, we'll yeah. save that then. We'll save that. Well, uh, I'm, I can go ahead. Oh, you want to go ahead? Say, yeah. Right now, yeah. Go, what's down, uh, down 32, 0 and 3. Yeah. That's huge. 49 to 17. Yeah. And you come back. In the fourth all, quarter. Yeah. You come all the way back. 67 And it's not like that offensive uh, offenses look super impressive this year yet. I loved it because our fan base is like, yeah, I'm going to cheer for Washington State now. Go Mike Leach. <sighs> that makes sense. I get why we're losing now. Well, I get why Washington State lost <laughs> now because saying. we yeah. went – We jumped like, off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or is it because uh, – We're just cursed, guys. Stop stop ruining other teams by right. liking them. Was it Minshaw, Minshaw was at the game? Yeah. Made, made the track Min, up there? Yeah. yeah. Minshew. Minshew. With the jorts. In the jorts because he cut him himself. Yeah. That dude, did you see that interview? 
Yeah. That dude is so awkward. He touches him like eight times. I'm yeah, like, he's like, chill yeah, out. dude. God. Um, no, stash is good. But what about dang. Cal rolling into and beating Mississippi State? Or Mississippi, sorry. 28-20. Not a good look for the SEC. No. If, if Tennessee couldn't bring it down the SEC by themselves, don't worry. You got help from Ole Miss, Arkansas, dude, Vandy. Cal's 4-0. Are they? Number 23 in the country. Wow. Who they who they played? Do you have that schedule? Um, because I was thinking they lost to someone. They beat Washington twenty nine. That's right. They did beat Washington. Yeah. We talked about that last week. Um, and then you've got Arkansas helping Tennessee pick up the slack in terms of embarrassing the SEC, thirty one to twenty four to San Jose State. Would you put money on Tennessee beating Arkansas? Hell no. <laughs> no. I wouldn't either. Nope. No chance. No. I. I mean, we'd find a way to lose. It'd be a good game. We'd find a way to lose. I hope. I, I kind of want to see that. Can we trade off Georgia for Arkansas? Oh, we'll, we'll see it next year. <laughs> Do we play Arkansas next year? Yep. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, uh, Morris Morris hadn't won a single Power 5 game. Nope. That's that's tough. That's tough. Um, now Mississippi State, 28 over Kentucky, 28-13. Mississippi, you see them in three weeks. Three weeks? Yeah. Dude, besides Georgia and Alabama – I guess Florida. Yeah, maybe Florida. No one really. I mean, they're better than us right now, yeah. the way we look. But if you were telling me this at the beginning of the year, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we could beat them. Yeah, I'm going to put the house in Mississippi State. <laughs> um, Missouri. 34-14 over South Carolina. South Carolina's trash. Yeah, they are. Did you see that article that Dude, it, it made that it makes me so mad that all these teams are that bad and we're like Yeah, we even suck worse. Yeah. Uh did you see the South Carolina's I don't want to use this as my fail because it's kinda it's really bad. Did you see that South Carolina newspaper's headline? Uh-uh. So Holinsky, I didn't know this. He was the brother of the Washington State. Oh yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't I know didn't he know was this. the brother. Yes. I should I have put two this. and two together, but yep. I didn't. So they wrote Holinsky they started a foundation, his family did Holinsky uh Hope. And it's like raising awareness for mental health mm-hmm. uh, with college athletes. And they the headline was Helensky Hope Sank or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, like bad. Like, I mean, they had, I mean, it, I did not. Somebody, Nobody liked it. Somebody's getting fired. Yeah. Was it? Helensky, it's, it's. Was it K&S? Helensky Hope Sinks. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> I mean, that's. Why do hometown newspapers just suck at their job now? I don't know. Good Lord. I guess because no one reads the paper. They I guess. Gotta, I don't know. Um, Give some clicks otherwise. Right. But yeah, that was, I was like, that's not a good look, guys. Like, you, you can't really apologize for that. That's, you, that, how many eyes does that have to pass to get in the, get in the final? Yeah. Final cut. Um, then you've also got, this is a big one that I, another one I circled similar to UCF, App State and UNC. App State getting the 34 to 31 win over UNC. And UNC looked like, not a good football team, but like a team that could win, you know, plenty of games. Yeah, especially in the ACC. Yeah, that, I mean that. Like you, you figured they would, they would beat some, uh, you know, be, maybe beat a couple people they they weren't supposed to, and looked like they could hold their own. Hey, and, don't take don't take uh, App State lightly. No, don't. we've learned that firsthand. They're not going to be able to schedule any Power Five games soon. Oh yeah, I wouldn't schedule them. Who who Ever did UNC again. lose to last weekend? Mm. Or was it close? And they oh, came Wake back? Force. Wake Force. That's right. Yep. So Wake Force is pretty decent though. So there's might be four zero now. What a garbage ball. <laughs> um, then my, this one's funny, even though Miami was able to pull it out. 17-12 to 12 over Central Michigan. I think Very Butch Jones' son had a TD. Or was that the, last week? Butch Jones' son? Yeah, he plays there. 
At Central Michigan? Mm-hmm. From huh. Catholic. Adam Jones, maybe? Is it Adam? Adam, was he not the kicker? No, maybe. One of his sons is playing okay. wide receiver yeah, at Central yeah. Michigan. I don't know. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he, had a, he either had a touchdown last week or maybe it was this week. I remember seeing a tweet about it. But Anything else? Oh, those are the games I had circled That's this Dormady, week. right? Huh? Dormady. Is, is he the starting quarterback? Or? Yeah. Oh, wow. He almost beat Miami. Wow. What is wrong with the state of Tennessee and quarterbacks? Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> um, those are the games I had circled for this week in college football. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about as far as that goes? No. No. That's it for you. Are you depressed because there's other teams just balling out? And win us? Yeah, and teams are balling out with a freshman quarterback. we what? got a freaking fourth-year guy who's what? throwing it right in the chest of a DB with no receivers around him. Yeah, I, I think Adam's still in here, so he'll appreciate this. What about Alabama just being able to score at will? Running freaking slants. Must be. Nice. Against SEC teams, against who they play, Southern Miss, against anybody. Also, they're just down by four now, or five. Seattle is. So this is exciting. If you're not watching that game, maybe turn it on. But keep us on. You, you so I guess Dormady didn't start that game? Oh, never mind. Game's over. What an interesting thing to do. Have you seen an NFL team in week three trying to score with time expiring? when the game's out of reach. That helped you out, didn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, wow, weird. Yeah, that is weird. And then they're going to go for two and lose by four? <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, no, they, okay, that ended it. Interesting. So did you see what happened to Pete Carroll? Hold on, did they, are they not, no, are they not going to kick that field goal or anything? Is that going to, that's going to beat some spreads maybe. What was that spread? I don't know. Uh-oh, some people are pissed off. <laughs> that's funny. That's comedy right there. Great team's cover. Great teams, good teams win. Great teams cover. <clears throat> Interesting. Um, oh, another Houston uh, LA coming down to the wire too. Let's go into our segments. Uh, before we do that, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to want to listen to the sponsorship because you're going to need it. Going to need it. Blue Chew, guys. Remember the days when you're always ready to go. Want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach. And since they are chewable, they work up twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you can benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in, in a discreet package so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A., and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, you can get a special deal. You can get your first shipment for free. Use a special promo code ARMCHAIR and just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's Blue Chew, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it for free. They're the better, cheaper, faster option. Guys, go check them out. Go you need it. it after this week. You're going to need it. Probably need it for a couple weeks. <laughs> Do it now. You can order it during the bye week. It'll be here in time for Georgia. Go check out Blue Chew. Love having them on the team. Appreciate them. Okay, so segments. Most important of the week. Most important. Uh, I didn't get to read this one last week. Um, but Miami senior Jimmy Murphy, he's five foot seven, former walk on, um, scored his first touchdown against 
Bethune Cookman. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. He had a. I think he did a he did a flip, in the end zone. Got a flag, but hey, <laughs> when you're five seven, walk on. I guess you take that penalty. Oh, absolutely. They're up fifty six. I think they went up fifty six to nothing. So I, I think the game was well in hand. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, my first most important of the week. I've already talked about it briefly, but I, I gotta reiterate it, man. The uh, the two lane are they the wave? Is that their official name? Green wave. The green wave. Going with the fake Neil. Most of the time in college football now, 18 seconds left. You're going to see teams kneel that out and take it to uh, take it to overtime. You thought they were going to kneel it out and take it to overtime. Nope. And do a great job of execution. It was almost a um, – oh, my God, I can't think of the play now. Oh, the annexation of Puerto Rico. The What's it actually called? Uh, the statue. No, statue of Liberty is the, yeah. the fake throw. And, yeah. I don't know. Whatever you get it. Almost that. But Bumbaruski. Fumble Ruski. Almost Fumble Ruski with a little bit of, you know, twist because I don't think it's technically legal anymore. Yeah. Um, but they hand it to that up back behind the quarterback there. and mm-hmm. It's a great, excellent play call. Yep. Flawless, if you will. I like that play. I like that. I like the fake spike, too. Fake spike's awesome. And both of them, what's crazy about it is, like, you would think both of them are, like, unexpected, but they have to be really well-timed. Yep. Absolutely. Um my next one is Tony Bennett, the Virginia head coach, Virginia basketball head coach, um, extends his contract to seven years and then declined a raise. And then him and his wife pledged 500000 to um, a career development for current and former players. Oh, nice. I thought that was cool. Yeah, very good. You use your raise for that. I mean, that's... Giving back to the school that you coach at, that's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Uh, my next one, did you see in the Jaguars-Titans game, I can't remember who it was, pick up the chain that fell off on the field? <laughs> so a chain fall like yeah falls off someone's neck on the field, and dude just picks it up, kind of looks at it, and then just runs off the field. <laughs> He's like, hey. <laughs> free chain, baby. <laughs> the caption that Barstool posted was, oh, hell yeah, free chain. <laughs> um, jewelry, can I, wearing jewelry and... Yeah, blows like my football mind. is the weirdest thing. So weird. Also, it doesn't seem like it'd be legal to me. Oh, what if somebody gets stabbed? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, not good. <laughs> uh, my next one is Carson Newman. Carson Newman football. Okay. Um, they have the sticker to remember. Um, Matt Cahoon, it was uh, a trainer at the school. His uh, his wife and and son passed away in a tragic accident um and they put a heart with cahoon on it uh, on their all their football helmets i like that last name by the way too yeah yeah so that's that's yeah. awesome pretty cool absolutely and yeah. i actually know matt and he, he's a great guy and knew his his wife she worked at lowe's when when we worked there so it, it's good that the the school is kind of giving back and, yeah and remembering them yeah absolutely so this one's most important but also just kind of i'm dumbfounded by this stat so the West Rebels, Knox West Rebels, went 4-0 four, four this weekend by beating Oak Ridge for the first time ever in program history. First time being 4-0? Yeah. Were they not 4-0? When they won a state championship, you'd think. that. I mean, that's from Jesse Smithy at Reed. 
So here's here's a tweet. Jesse's many uh, more history. A week after West Rebels reached four and zero for the first time ever, they knocked off Oak Ridge for the first time in program history. Maybe so I guess they, they're five and zero now because this is week five of high school football, right? Maybe they had to play Maryville back then. Yeah, probably. I mean that that's what I would assume. Like yeah. you know, there was a lot. I mean because you can obviously you can win a state championship and go five and five in the regular season. Yeah. So yeah, that but that's that's a wild stat because that's a good football historical football program. Yeah, they've had some really good teams. That, yeah, I find that crazy. That's all I got. That's all I got for most important too. Um, let's go into fail. My first one, I gotta go. I gotta give it to the Tennessee Vols. Uh, Florida's offensive line held up a sign that says, "This looks real to you, right?" I'm trying. To, yeah, I've seen it. I is think it, it is, is real. real. Yeah. Tennessee is UT Martin's practice squad. You can't argue that right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, no. you got your. Oh, I have one more most important. By the way, this is awesome. Um. So three hours before kickoff today or yesterday, sorry, um, a midfielder for Sacramento Republic FC. That's a USL team, I believe. Uh, midfielder Derek Formella. He had heard that his father had passed away. He didn't tell anybody and just he played and scored the game winner in the 81st minute. And it's I'll have to show you the video afterwards. It is super emotional. I cried during it. Dang. Yeah, it's very emotional. And he tells one of his teammates because one of his teammates is like, "Are you all right?" And he tells him, and the teammate like you can see the facial expression change. Oh my goodness! It's pretty heartbreaking. It's awesome, awesome you know moment and experience and memory for him. And I'm you know, I'm sure his dad was was watching him in a way. And uh, you know, so an awesome moment for him. But yeah, heartbreaking. That's my most important. That is not a fail. Um, just had to backtrack there because I yeah. for, I just read that article. Yeah, that's day, awesome. So, so my first fail, my only fail, is Rutgers. They scored a touchdown, and the offensive lineman went to celebrate with the quarterback, and just like. Almost gave this man whiplash. <laughs> he hit him so hard. Oh, yeah, we were watching it together. <laughs> I was the one who rewinded. I was like, did you? Dude, <laughs> yeah. He just got rocked. Dude, that was, oh my goodness. It's just like, it oh, fake nil. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 27, fake nil. Or yeah. up seven, fake nil. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, so that hit, it wasn't even like hitting somebody in the helmet. Like, you know, when you're telling a good job, you usually, you know, like hit top side. Yeah. He, like, under the like under the yeah face hands match. to the face oh, man yeah. that that should have been a penalty absolutely crazy absolutely um, that's all I've got for fails uh, man I just do you think we beat Bath so BYE is never won but they've also never lost never lost they're 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 uh, they've tied every every week they've ever played an opponent how do you think Tennessee fares against BYE I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's a neutral site. I don't, site. I don't, pick, site I don't pick them to cover. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a neutral site game. It scares me to death. Yeah. So, we'll see. Hopefully, we avoid injury, avoid yeah. any arrests or Yeah, we, we need like this that. week to be drama-free desperately. Yeah. So, um, that's all I've got, guys. Thank you all for listening. Like I said, Dylan Scott's recap of yesterday's uh, game, I guess you could call it, will be up um, immediately after this. So, you can check that out. You can find us on armchairmedianetwork.com as well as more articles from uh, our great team of writers. Um, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Where there's a podcast, there's more important issues. So make sure you check us out. Subscribe. Leave us a review. We'd love you for it. Basketball season's coming. It's coming. We're part of the 13,000 people that got a – I get. are they counting vault passes in those season passes? Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. We're part of that 13,000. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. Oh, my God. It's getting close. It is. Hopefully it takes our mind off of it. We're basketball school. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And we're bringing the boat in, and we out.